Knock him out the box, Rick. Knock him out, Rick. Knock him out the box. See, that's the thing. When do you do the intro? Because I don't know when. I don't want to just flip the switch and start a podcast. What's going on? Right? We're here live with Miles Duchovny, my 13-year-old going on 14-year-old son who recently stopped sitting next to me during dinner and movie night because he doesn't need his father anymore. And because he hates his father. Right. <laughs> it's kind of a big, it's a big time. It's a big time in our lives because you crossed that threshold. And, and, and I don't, it's okay. I don't take it personally. I know you hate me, but it's like for 13 years, really for 13 and a half years through 2020, you sat next to me every meal. You had to sit next to me and movie night. And then like you're breaking, breaking free. Like you have to, you can't be next to me forever, man. Why not? What makes you want to break free from me? <laughs> no, but it's natural. It's like, looking. are you just repelled by me? What is, is it a natural, like physical smell? I mean, like a your appearance. <laughs> <with you. laughs> Uh -huh. Would you look at that and want to sit next to that? Like, so it's just pure physics. Yes, physical. Yes. Did I get uglier, or was I always I just hideous? More realized, though. Got it. So it's kind of like the realization hits you at thirteen. Like, wait a second. Yeah. This dis <laughs> despicable, disgusting beast. Beast of a, of a human has been sitting next to me all these years, and I thought he was cool and gorgeous and gorgeous and handsome and handsome and funny and funny and good looking. Did yes. I mention? But come to realize that he's oh. only 80% of those things 70? <laughs> Dropping fast? 65. <laughs> And and is it dropping like daily or significantly? <laughs> is it on a day? What was it at its peak? What was your rating of me at at, at your peak? At Probably peak? a sixty six. Out of a hundred or out of ten? Out of seventy. <laughs> sixty six out of seventy. There you go. Oh, that's pretty good. Oh. We should document this time because yeah. later you're going to forget why you became disgusted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, tell me. You still like hanging out with me, though. Like, you still kind of, like, tell me. Well. Can you, would you mind opening up about that? We don't have to post this. We could just keep it between us. If you want to get gushy or anything. You should get, give your assessment of me. Like, just unload and tell me, this is your chance to say anything you want. Anything. It's kind of the magic of podcasting I'm realizing is it can be very therapeutic because what am I going to do? Like, I, I got to show people I'm emotionally intelligent. I can't, like, throw this coffee at you. Why not? Yet, right now. Or, during like, the take podcast. coffee out of my hand and, like, go to yeah, the Yeah, like, like, right, right. <laughs> I did do that. But it's kind of cool that we can talk that way. Yeah. And joke with each other. And, and, and people don't even know how how uh, how brutal we can get with each other joking around. 
they wouldn't Cute. we can't even post it on this podcast really because they would be like wait a second that's inappropriate Did you say joke? <laughs> right but it's kind of what makes our relationship special is that mm-hmm. you talk to me like the things that come out of your mouth shock me sometimes yeah. <laughs> no I, it doesn't because i know of course you say bad words and cuss and swear and yeah so like i never we never filtered that but you just knew not to Except that one time yeah you just knew not to like use bad words in front of other adults that's exactly. all and we 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 got we got to be ourselves around each other but with rules and punishments and disciplining you know like earning things earning things mm-hmm. and getting things taken away that type of stuff but always with reason of always me attempting to be reasonable with you and for the most part being able to talk openly and and be ourselves around each other I agree am i right you're right my friend but you're i want you to like be able to i want you to tell me like whatever you think like how would you assess me tell me how you would assess me so far as a father as a friend as a mentor what could i have done better what could i have done you know what did i do well you've been a above average father for sure and I'll take that I I think you did a lot of things well you've taught me a lot but but <laughs> and it's a big but well, I mean there's a couple things obviously no one could be perfect right tell me Oh, I don't know. Like sometimes you can get a little really mad at me, but for the most part, it's not. So it's like it's good for the most part, right? And now it's gotten a lot better. It's really rare now for you to get like mad. Yeah. How was it before versus now? How oh, you? before yeah. couple times a week you would get mad at like me like blowing up yeah getting super frustrated like a nuclear bomb yes yeah must be tough to grow up with a, nu- with a nuclear bomb <laughs> I know what it's like growing up with a nuclear bomb because my dad was a nuclear bomb probably a little bit bigger than me Meaning more of a bomb than me going well, off more And a bigger often. bomb, yeah. Yeah. Like heavier. Yeah. <laughs> or mass. Yeah. Well, I mean, I you know I'm always open about needing to improve. I think that's been consistent since you can remember. It's not easy. But would you say there's been progress? a lot of progress really tell me yeah. what you think i'm on it i'm interested i think you've improved a lot as a father yeah yeah like what what was it before what how would you rate the problem areas before and how would you rate them now like what level of improvement have you seen um 
I think over the years you've grown probably out of 10? No, maybe like 5% better or 3% better every year. But I think it's actually been an exponential curve. More recently, you've like went like risen this, more. And then you went yeah. more. Like more recently, as in how 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 recently? Like in the past couple of years, you've improved a lot. But before that, you were still improving, but a lot slower. Slower. And. Huh. Yeah. Very insightful of you, sir. Thank you. I I agree with that. I feel like. Yeah, it was like an ex. It was like a cumulative growth, but very slow because I just didn't understand so many things, and it just takes time, you know. Mm -hmm. But then once you get to this tipping point of like, oh wow, like when you start learning every day and realizing, oh shit, every day you gotta have a realization about some shit that you didn't handle right, or or you notice yourself doing something that could have been more effective. And it's just like little building blocks. Yeah. But then it's easy to slip into like impatience, frustration, anger. But it's always. It's always internal. Yeah. You know, it's always like within yourself to figure out. It's not the other person. And if you need to change your environment, you change it. But like, it's still you at the end of the day, like. You're self-inflicting most of whatever's going on with you. That's for sure. Yeah. It, you know, it's always going to be something to blame it on because life is always difficult. But when you realize at some point, okay, one thing that's consistent is me. Yeah. <laughs> so got to start with like probably the source of it all, the, the, the whoever's interpreting all of these things and who's reacting to them. Once that really clicked, then it was like, okay. And then I'm able to like listen to feedback too and like harsh feedback potentially. Oh. Yeah. So rate me from zero to 10 in terms of patience. I bet you included zero. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it, they would say one to 10 to avoid complete. <laughs> depression for right. my answer but you said it thank zero. you i thought you would appreciate that honestly uh -huh. yeah i honestly thought it i almost said one because that's too usual but then i'm like no what if it's 0.7 yeah which it very well might be so zero to ten on me being whatever you want to call it patient introspective good anger management skills Versus now. I'd say currently. As. A dad. You are probably rated. My opinion. A 9.3 out of 10. 9.3? Yeah. No way. That's insanely Sorry. good. For patience and, and yeah. wow. And, and you, what you've taught me a lot. Like your lectures, like I think they've 
liked with me over the years. Thank you. That means a lot. I know they're not always easy to sit through in those long car rides to Sacramento and Vegas. And you guys were like my hostages. And I'm like, we going to talk because it's been a while since uh, we had a real good talking to. And then we talk about all the things probably you heard already 10 times, but you need to hear it a bunch of times, man. I feel like to really believe it. Yeah. The things that drive your whole life, you know, doing what you love, figuring yourself out, trying different things, whatever we talked about. 9.3, that's amazing. So yeah. what was it before? Just curious. Like Probably lower. Like what? Give me a number. What do you mean before? Like let's say 10 years ago when I really... 10 years ago. Or whenever you can remember and you go, oh, wow, like five years ago, Dad, or seven years ago, whatever your frame of reference is to the lowest point. Like the lowest point where... I wasn't a, I don't think I was like a, a low grade on every dad factor, like fun factor or being involved or like yeah. coaching your teams, you know, th those things. But like the patience factor, the blowing up at you guys and talking down to you and saying, what the hell's wrong with you? You know, blah, 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 blah. And like making you feel bad about yourself because you didn't do something like. I'd say seven. Seven. So it wasn't that bad. That's pretty fair. I honestly would be okay even if you said it was a three in the patience thing, but I wasn't that bad. Yeah, it's just yeah. I would have the occasional blow-ups. But the, the occasional blow-ups are like, but not so much with you. You were really good at navigating me, I feel like. Don't yeah. you think? It was very rare for me to get mad at you. It's actually since you've become a teenager that's been more challenging. That's I've had to learn... To elevate my game because of you guys. Because I'm like, oh, shoot. This is what they were talking about. Like, meaning it is. First of all, you got to let go of your baby. Yeah. Right? You got to be. And not take it personal and go, hey, why don't you want to sit with me now? Like, I do want you to occasionally sit with me. But, like, I also want you to be independent. So, I, I, I logically catch myself and go, that's not for you to want that. So, of course, you want it. You can want whatever you want. But... You know, you're not going to be a baby forever, right? Yeah. You got to always say goodbye to your kids. Every year, say goodbye to your kids. Say goodbye to 12-year-old Miles. Say goodbye to 10-year-old Miles. Look at the pictures. Look at the videos. Oh, that was cool. That was fun. But, like, it's a new Miles in town, and, and, and I got to respect that and, and reevaluate every day my relationship with you, dude. Really. It's, that's the key. That's the key, especially since you hit puberty. If you don't want to lose that relationship you have with your kids, you got to reevaluate it every day. Like, especially since you go to mom's for a week, then come back here for a week. I don't see you for a week. And it's like, dude, I see you got more manly. You're stretching out your features, your smell, <laughs> especially the smell. It ain't no joke, boy. Now, when you, after you hit that bike, go hit the showers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's, uh, but thank you. Yeah, I, that's, that's fair. I feel like you could have rated me lower on the patience thing, man. But 9.3 is very good. Thank you. Yeah. I'll pay you later. Thank you.
you used to be into soccer, mm-hmm. right? And you were pretty good at it. Yeah. And then kind of dropped off over the last couple of years, right? And I always said, you don't have to be in soccer. And I, you know, I think it, you tried skateboarding. You've tried a few things. And I've been help that kind of helping you figure out who you are. Because I think if you find your passion and obsession, like something you're willing to do 10 hours a day, then that's where you should apply yourself. Whether it's video game play or production or design or it's stock investments or it's a mathematician, an engineer, because you also get really good grades. So it's like you really have all the choices in front of you. So the way to choose is definitely through with passion. You know what I mean? Not the money will come. Therefore, okay, so then last time we met, last time we did this interview, we went and looked at some uh, videos, some uh, a day in the life of, yeah. right? And you looked at a streamer and you looked at like a entrepreneur. And since then you've tried a few things. So tell me like, check in with me and tell me what did you try since we talked last? And like, what do you think about what you want to maybe get into? Um, well, the stock investing account is, I like it. It's fun to, like, play with the money, and I, I've made money already, but. Yeah. And I haven't even invested all Yeah, so, you know, we unofficially started an account, let's say account that you have play money to play with, and you're playing around with some investments, yeah. And I'm proud of you for calling Jacob and talking to him about, you know, how to invest your money and starting to track certain things. And you actually made some money, but that's not the important thing. It's the learning because if you lose some of it, you're going to learn even more, <laughs> you know, and you may have to yeah. sometimes. It's okay to lose all your money as long as you're learning and you enjoy it because if you can enjoy it enough to stick with it for long enough, you're going to be making money. You're going to get better at playing that game, you know, whatever it is, Monopoly, you know, whatever video games you play, you know, if you love them enough to put in the time, you're going to, you're going to get good at it. So now it's just a matter of figuring out where you want to be kind of obsessive or the, maybe you can't be obsessive about anything. So find the thing you're the most obsessive about the one that you can go six hours in a row doing. That's the most you can do. Right. Yeah. You could be a writer, you could be a comedian, you could be an actor, you could be a model, you could be a hair model. You got a good hair model. Thank you. (laughs) Potential. You could be an engineer, a mathematician, a gardener, a landscaper, I mean, whatever, fixing cars. Yeah. So what what you think? Um, so stock market and then I think uh, what do you about what about the streaming that you were gonna try to do <clears throat> yeah uh, I, I tried it once and I, I think I'll continue doing it but I need to still figure out the the setup for like for the streaming uh, stuff yeah all right so you're gonna continue doing it you're gonna yeah, give it a shot there's a lot of like like components and that right also. there always is man quick tangent 
yeah. everything I've ever tried, there's so many components. Nothing is really, everything is easy, simple, but there's a lot of steps. Yeah. You got to be willing to do the 10,000 steps it takes. That's the key. That's the question. Not, can I do it? Yes, you can do it. Do you want to take those 10,000 steps? To do a podcast is not just sitting and talking in a mic because Josh and I have probably spent already several thousand hours on this. And we're yeah. only in episode four as we're recording this. Probably. I don't know how many. I'm not counting, but probably when we get to 10,000 is when we're going to start getting it right. So that's that's why I keep telling you do what you love because how the hell are you going to put in that much time if you're not into it, man? And you're going to always quit before you get there. That's why it's got to be like, oh, my God, this is exciting. I'm getting up for this. I want to wake up in the morning for this. You know what I mean? You got to find something that want, that gets you up in the morning. Ben would get up for this podcast in the morning or to go talk to homeless people. He would get up at 5 in the morning to go feed homeless people, but not much else. He doesn't even need to eat to go do that. I, I realized that today more than ever. I've had those realizations where... We need to follow Ben. I've even talked to Josh about it. But today, really, it hit home for me doing the podcast with him and him. But again, that's what's going to get Ben to a goal. He has a an obsession with it that's going to get him to take 10,000 steps. He might take each step slower, but he's going to get, he's going to pass some bill, dude. Ben's going to end up passing a bill. We're going to help him pass a bill. We'll do it, you know, and, and it's going to take 10,000 steps to pass that bill. Yeah. It's not going to be three steps. So when you, what's good is though, you got to take those first couple hundred maybe in, in, in things that are interest you to know, ah, I don't want to do this. It's not exciting. You're a competitive person. You need competition. That's why I thought stock market because when you play board games, you're so emotional and relentless and you get so upset when you lose. And I'm like, dude, you you one of those stock market dudes. Buy, 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 sell, sell, sell. Like you'd be the one jumping. I'm not saying I want to see you do that. I want you to be chill, but you got it in you. So if you're a racehorse, then I got to get you on the racetrack. Yeah. You know, and, and you need competition. You really get into like playing board games, anything like Cody and I are like, okay. And you're, you're, you're getting upset. There's something to that though. I'm paying attention now. I realize, you know, you could be a surgeon and love the, the, the adrenaline from having somebody's life in your hands. Surgeons probably kind of the good ones probably love the adrenaline rush. You got to know the personality and the character and the, in, not just the intelligence it takes to be something, to be something great, something you're, you can be in the zone about. Yeah. If you're not getting in the zone at work, you're not in the right job. Everyone should be getting in the zone. Like when you play video games, you're in the zone. That's why I'm like, if you want to be a streamer and you can, if you put in 10 hours a day and you keep doing that and you keep streaming you're going to get there. If you put in 10,000 streaming hours, you're going to be a professional streamer, dude. I, I don't know. I, that's the realization I've had. I, I will guarantee it. I will put money on that. 
I'll put money on that. You can start tracking it and I will put money on it. And either way we win because either if you don't make it, I owe you money. And if you make it, you make enough money to pay me. <laughs> it's a win-win for you. So I'll take, let's go. Like, but find that thing that you want to go 10,000 hours on and start tracking your hours. And let's see where you're at when you're at 1,000, 5,000. It might not take 10, but you got to be willing to take 10. Because it might take 10 to 15 if you run into glitches. You know what I mean? Like, what if there's a pandemic? What if there's a lockdown, a civil war? I mean, you you got to find something that you love enough where you're always coming back to it. Otherwise, you're going to quit and you're going to keep wandering and try. And it's fine. You can settle on a job and make a career. Once you have responsibilities and obligations, you'll be stuck to that career maybe for a while. And you'll make it work for you and you'll be the best you can be and try to be as happy as you can. And that's that's okay. It's an option. I just don't think it's the optimal life. It's not the optimal game plan for you. And it's not going to make your life the most enjoyable, the most fun, the most successful, the most money. The, actually, the whole it's kind of the whole thing. Yeah. Plus relationship choices, plus, you know, other areas of your life. You know, like, like, you know, committing crimes that put you in jail. That's probably also another big factor of your life. But that's kind of comes with the same kind of thinking. Like you just try to play the game to your advantage and have the most enjoyment out of this. Have the best people around you, the best job, your friends. What can you do to have these friends around you or the type of people you like, the types of character and heart they have? Think about it that way. See, I didn't think about it that way. If you if you're hanging out with certain people, that's probably your tribe. So you have to analyze that and go, where can I what can I do on a day-to-day -day basis that allows me to hang out with a tribe that I enjoy? Because if you're hanging out with a tribe of let's say engineers and you don't like engineers and every day you got to hang out with engineers, you're probably going to be miserable too. Yeah. Good shit, dude. So so what is it from let's Say we meet every couple weeks or month yeah, and just do a check-in, but you get to put your hours into whatever you want. Because think about it this way. When you get to 10,000 hours on something, you're probably going to be making money. So what does it matter? You start at 13 or 14 or you start at 18? I mean, you get there eventually, but I guess why not start now? Why not have 3,000 hours already in by the time you're 18? And then you're like 30% there or maybe halfway there, maybe. Why not? And if it's something you love, right? You may just not be able to do it full time. But since you're not focused on another hobby, find the hobby that's going to get you those hours. Whatever it is, right? You, you can go, you know what? I'm going to, I don't know, whatever. It doesn't matter. If it's stock, that means that money you're playing with, right? You're, you're just putting however many hours you want to put a week into it, tracking that, and it's going into your 10,000-hour bank. Are you going to still be managing that account? Yep. You enjoy it? Yep. What do you think about it? Tell me what you think about it. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun? Yeah. Why is it fun? I don't know. Investing and seeing, like, profits, I guess. You like the like 
kind of like profits excitement of making money yeah kind of that's okay i mean that's kind of what jacob likes so he's all into reading about companies and learning about what they sell and then looking at the numbers obviously i mean the numbers tell you a lot man you can't get around that like I'm realizing, and this is just for the record for Josh, that the metrics that Josh has been looking at and like telling me about, I realized I should pay more attention because, for example, YouTube is kind of also a game in a way. And they're telling you like, hey, here's information about who's watching, who's not, how off, how long they're watching for to tell you like, and if you ignore that, you're losing out on valuable data that might help you go oh five minute videos work better people like watching five minutes it's been three months average watch time is five minutes let's just make five minute i mean you got to start thinking like that at some point or making them 10 minute videos or whatever and and so the numbers are important but uh that's good man that you're kind of into it i'm excited to see where it goes as you enter the hundreds of hours then we're going to keep an eye on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if you don't like it, it's totally okay. You just got to real, you know, just got, it's good to, I think, stop doing something that you realize isn't for you, but give it enough of a chance that you're not quitting because it gets difficult, but because you're not, it's not for you. Yeah. I totally see you doing it, man. I totally see you being like a stockbroker. And a day trader or something like that because it, it involves math, data, playing Monopoly. Essentially, you're playing Monopoly, buying property, selling properties, you know? Yeah. Exciting, man. And then I do want to be your first subscriber when you start streaming. I see no reason that you wouldn't be successful. I'm not like, oh, my God, what is he doing? And the more you do it, the more comfortable you get, the easier it becomes, the more fluid it becomes. And, you know, I just don't want you to limit yourself. That's all. I don't want you to limit your possibilities because it's not a, the reality at all. It, you could make it your reality if you decide, oh, I can't do these five things. Always do your first choice, not your second choice. Yeah. The second choice isn't as exciting. So why would you sign up when you're going to burn out sooner? What the, that makes no sense. And yet, oh, I got to have a backup plan. Oh, I'm going to college to have a backup plan. What? Like, why? <laughs> why do you need a backup plan? If I understand you can have a backup plan within the plan A though. Like, hey, if I don't become a famous singer, I'm going to produce music or I'm going to work with other famous singers and help them voice train or I'm going to, teach kids to sing or I'm going to whatever why do you have why does plan B have to be go to college and become an engineer that I hate or an accountant I'm going to get my account dude you know I've already heard kids telling me oh their backup plan is to be an accountant not because they love accounting I'm like that's a terrible backup plan why not have a backup plan within your plan A like plan A is become a, a stock broker Let's say you realize, okay, I love trading. Plan B is, okay, if I can't make enough money as a stock broker, can I be a stock analyst or a data analyst or a secretary for a stock broker? 
but be in that world that I love, the companies, the money-making, right? Just not be the guy making the money, maybe. Plan B, C, D should all be around who you are. <laughs> like, there's enough jobs right now. This isn't communist Russia where you pick a job out of a hat and you're just lucky to have a job. That's how it was. Yeah. Or you get to have a spot in a college and you just take it even though it wasn't your first choice. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Miles, good job, man. Good stuff. Stuff. Love you. Love you. I have a question for yeah. you. I was just thinking, and uh, you were talking about like uh, our road trips to Sacramento. I remember like a really long time ago, there was this, you asked me this riddle, like for me and Cody. Yeah. And I still haven't gotten it to this day. You never got that riddle. Yeah, the one where it was like one goat. Oh, you never got the goat? You want to try to do it now? No. <laughs> I thought you looked it up. No. You never looked it up? Or it didn't come up or something. Okay, so the riddle is there's a, a goat, a cabbage, and a wolf. Yeah. And the farmer's traveling with all three. They get to a river, and there's one boat. Ben. Too loud, buddy. Uh, it's hard to tell a story when there's another story going on in your ear, your right ear. So there's a, so the riddle is there's a goat, a, a okay. so the riddle, the riddle is there's a goat, a farmer and a cabbage and a wolf. And they, oh wait, a, wait, yeah. And a wolf, right? Sorry. Starting. There's a wolf, a cabbage and a wolf, a wolf, a cabbage and a God. There's a goat, a cabbage, and a wolf. Yes, and a farmer. A goat, a cabbage, and a wolf. Okay? The farmer is traveling with all three, gets to a river. And there's a boat, but he can only take one thing with him in the boat at a time. How does he get all three things to the other side of the river? And so, you know... The, oh yeah so forgot the most important part yeah if you if you leave the goat with the wolf the wolf eats the goat if you leave the cabbage with the goat the goat eats the cabbage right so you can't leave the goat with the wolf or the goat with the cabbage right yeah so you start with the goat because the wolf doesn't eat the cabbage so that you know the first step everyone gets the first step but then you got to go from there and that's where you got tripped up. What's the answer? It's actually a really great riddle. It's like, do you know that riddle? It's a great yeah. riddle, actually. Let me say, I'm glad you brought it up because of all the riddles I've ever known, I feel like it's such a beautiful riddle because it's actually simple. And what it teaches you is put yourself in the person's shoes, okay? Like, be if you're solving a crime really be that person walk their steps no no don't just read the report go to the scene of the crime walk in their shoes go out of the door and go wait a second this door is short he's six foot two how did he whatever like you have to go there you're going to notice things if you're just going to go well uh blah blah blah. okay you're not going to get it and it's the same for this riddle and a lot of riddles and it taught me an important thing to solve how to solve other problems is to really meditate and go there. If you truly put yourself in the farmer's shoes and are faced with this problem, 
close your eyes and picture yourself and you really say, okay, I'm going to do that for 20 minutes. Like I'm going to give myself 20 minutes. I'm not going to be interrupted. You will solve the riddle. Yeah. You will solve the riddle. riddle. It's not easy because you have to do that. And most people won't. They'll skip steps and just go, I don't get it. I don't, how could he, this, this it's impossible. But it's not. And it, I, that's another lesson is the impossible, when it seems impossible, you probably just didn't solve it. That's why it Can seems I impossible. The sure. Like my guess? Yeah. It shouldn't be a guess because when you, when you solve it, no, you know you like solved my it. Answer. That's the beauty of it. So you wait until it's winter and the lake no. freezes. It's already no, because it's not that you got to just, it's the facts are all there. There's nothing more you need to know. No, obviously. Well, let's leave it at that and let Miles solve it. Because if, if you, after this interview, just go off for 20 minutes and think about it. You You'll the get wolf, it. Obviously, and you let the goat eat the cabbage. No, he's probably hungry, right? No, and <laughs> it's nothing like that. There's no trick to it. Why? It's literally staying within the rules and going there, and guessing won't get you there. When you solve it, you'll know. Okay, I have a question. Yes, is bringing the goat over first really the first step, or is that to trick you? No, no, that That's is the first. The first and step. actually, you you shouldn't have to tell somebody that, but. I'm just get because that's always the the like first hurdle. Very peculiar. So I'm just helping you get there because it's not that important that part. That part's a given, and then that's when people get stuck. So let's wrap it. I know it. What is it? Wait. You take the goat to the other side. Yeah. And you come back. Yeah. And then you take the cabbage. Okay. Wait. Wait, wait. Anything else you're saying? Now you take the wolf. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to play this out. Yeah. Twice play it out. Play it out. So you take the wolf over. Okay. After. Yeah. And then you bring the goat back. Okay. And then you take the cabbage over. Right. And then you go back with nothing. Yeah. And then you bring the That's goat right, back. boy. What the fuck? It's easy, I tell you. <laughs> That's pretty sick, man. That's the answer. How beautiful is that riddle, man? Dude, that's you've been working on that riddle for how long? <laughs> How did you figure it out? I just thought about it. And did you put yourself there, kind of? No. Shut the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but you had to brain. stop and really consider it. And that's what you were. Do you remember when I told you that riddle the first time? I said, I told like you the same thing. <laughs> but you would keep guessing. Yeah. And you would get frustrated. And you said, it's impossible. And you kept telling yourself it's impossible. And I told you, if you're going to keep saying it's impossible, you're not going to get it because you're never going to allow yourself to explore the options and explore the possible solutions till you find the answer. And to actually, if you don't believe that there's an answer, you're not going to go to the scene of the crime. You're going to be like, fuck it. I'm not going to waste my time. He's tricking me. I'm not going to go there. Once you allowed yourself to go there 
and believe that there's a solution, yeah. you found it, man. That was pretty amazing that you solved it right right now, man. Mm-hmm. We couldn't have planned that any better. I'm just goaded. I'm proud of you. I knew you could solve it. That's what was pissing me off when I told you five years ago. Because you could have solved it then if you had gotten out of your head. What a great lesson. I'm glad that you <laughs> solved it on your own and learned a valuable lesson, man. Get out of your head, dude. Like, you do that. You get frustrated if you can't figure it out because you're so smart and you're afraid you're not going to be as smart as someone else because they got it in five minutes and then now it's taking you 10 minutes. So you're like, I don't want to solve it. This is stupid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's that's a that's something that hinders you sometimes. It does to me too. Like, oh, I'm just not going to do it because you're you don't want to risk not solving it. So you got to got to let yourself fail man you know good job high five solved it all right brother thanks for joining us today i got to go pee i think that's our outro thank you we'll see you guys next time on rick rick's asmr knock him out the box rick knock him out rick knock him out the box